0: Welcome to Definitely Not Funny. Actually the least funny person I know. (laughs) So hi, Ella. Welcome to Definitely Not Funny. Thanks for having (laughs) (laughs) me. So excited to have you. You're adorable. So Ella and I went to school together.
1: We we were not
0: in the same sorority. Oh my gosh, I have a friend not from my sorority. That's I feel like
1: that could crazy. be a whole talking point. Literally. If we wanted it to be. We could just. Could be Ella could just...
0: not picking my sorority. It's fine. No, I'll get over it. Oh um. God, I tried to just open this and <laughs> you just busted and it now? <laughs>
1: Oh my God. You know what? No, that I'll is insane. another one. That we're, we're getting another drink now. So I'm going to open. There, oh, the that <sighs> sound. That's clean. A patty, Like when you crack it, do you know what I'm talking about? Does it make a sound? And it makes that sparkly sound in your ear. I'm like, yes. I didn't know that.
0: Yes, it does. Oh. I love Anyway, that.
1: bringing it back now that I have two uh tangerine. Amazing. Okay, body. so
0: let's do a little, I call it like a quick little elevator pitch. Like Elevate elevator elevator. Yeah, literally. About yourself. Like I'm from here, I went to school here. I studied this and now I do this and I live in New York, etc. You know, like for like if someone yes. who doesn't know who you are be like, this is who I am. Um here's like my main talking point.
1: Um, so I am from Chicago proper, always have to emphasize that. So sorry. Um, <laughs> Lincoln Park area, kindest people ever loved growing up there. Freezed my you know what off during the winter. Um, was lucky. you can swear enough. on this too. Yes, I know. I just am you're so not going, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean maybe, we'll see. We'll see. We <laughs> have always a couple says, more LaCroix, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad always says I have a potty mouth, so I really try. Um, but. I also just think saying, you know, what's really fun. So anyway, Chicago, um, loved growing up there, went to U.S. And and I guess I'll say when I was in high school, uh, you know, everything was nothing short of a performance, right? Like whether yeah. it was a speech in class that was always my time to shine, even if I was reading my essay about the Second World War, yes. I would make it into this elaborate express performance because what I love to do um, since forever. Dancing, theater, never really got the singing thing. That's Olivia. (laughs) My sister um, has that blessing. But always knew that I loved that. And I I bring that up because that was how I kind of fell into journalism. Um, Also always loved writing. Now, I loved more creative writing, but um, hard news beats and politics was kind of also what I was, what I gravitated towards during school. So was lucky enough to go to the University of Southern California where I met you, which is just also a crazy story. (laughs) Um, But went to USC and then ended up majoring in journalism and then minoring in film or in entertainment industry in the film school. Um, Flash forward to now, you know, did a ton of, we can like go, I don't know how much we want to go into this or not, but was super involved in the Annenberg Media Center. So everything there I owe my life to personally. Like I – the professors, the the hands-on learn-by-doing experience for me, someone who was not an ACT, SAT, chem, bio, lab girl, that was the most transformative because I always talk about this. Like before I got to SC, I never really felt smart. Like I just just didn't – I just didn't. And it's so funny because going to USC where I just dove headfirst into everything. Yeah. Annenberg reporting, storytelling. I made that conscious decision for how I wanted people to see me and how I saw myself. Yeah. And then that was how people saw me. As I, I always
0: I, have seen you as someone who's very intelligent, very academically oriented. which Which like, is amazing. And it's still
1: like makes me sparkle inside to hear you say that because i really flip the script of like i'm not gonna be ella who's telling myself i'm slow or i can't or i you know i'm not meant to be in this room anymore it's like no yes i am so um which i try to tell that to anyone who feels like they're not supposed to be in the room at any given time but anyway so usc was into immediately broadcast journalism became obsessed, loved the on-camera stuff, but also loved the reporting. And yeah. my professors saying, go out, Mike Bloomberg's in Compton, come back, flip the story for our 6 p.m. newscast. I was like, great. So I got really into that. Then it was the election, co-anchored. And I was like, this is really, maybe I, uh, Katie Kirk is maybe who I want to be, yeah. right? Like that is maybe what I want to do and who I want to be. And then I realized pretty quickly a pain point of, and also if I'm going to in detail here, because we no have other okay this is good. to talk about, but what I realized and also relevant here because it is just correlates to what I'm doing now. But I just so quickly realized that the way we were distributing Annenberg TV news and telling those stories four nights a week Was not resonating with our student body. Yeah, we put so much work into that broadcast, and the students didn't care. Yeah, now they would read parts of the Daily Trojan online on Twitter. We had this show called The Rundown, and I was like, okay, well what can we do to make these stories work and to meet the student body where they are yeah. when they, when they're there on their terms, because we're all so selfish, right? Scrolling and swiping. Yeah. Like we want to consume content that looks like it was made for us. We don't really want the and tonight at six o'clock delivery no, exactly. anymore because yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. It can be someone in a sweatshirt being like, Hey, here's what's going on in the news yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, So that was the first time I realized that on top of this crippling, terrifying mental health epidemic that I, I think all of us have, you know, been fallen prey to, I guess, and, you know, had uphill battles during the pandemic as a young person, I think it was impossible not to struggle with your mental health in some capacity, which is when Elevate was born, I hosted that, you know, Instagram live series, which is Annenberg News, picked up and said, can you do that host elevate for us? And that was crazy because it started That's on a so napkin cool. and I was like, who can I talk to, you know, mental health experts, professionals, psychologists, doctors, um, that, you know, can help people feel a little bit less alone and more connected myself. included." Yeah. So I had those, did that elevates on pause for now? Cause there's just too much going on, but one day, somehow, one way, it will be back. I'm sure. Um, and then I graduated and, I said, okay, and I I did have a moment before graduation where I, you know, I really questioned if news was it for me. And I think I still have that question at times, for sure, because um, my 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 purpose right now, a big part of my purpose is telling the most not just human interest, but impactful, relatable, resonant stories in the most digestible way like yes. that's what i'm trying yes. to do right now that's what i do i'm living in new york working at abc doing just that um and, and and so and so that's where where i am now and i think having all that exposure to hollywood and to the entertainment industry and also seeing how much these limited series and just film and tv shows like are sticking right now yes I want to be in that somehow yes. some way whether it's scripted news adjacent storytelling docuseries like yes. I think all of that will be a thing in my life at some point and move back to LA we'll see about that I don't know I'm ah! loving New York right now I really do I um, see you in New York but um but yeah so so that's and, and then in terms of getting my job so now Yeah. What do you do now? Yeah. So I work as a social producer at ABC News,
0: ABC News Live,
1: and GMA three. And you know, when I graduated, I I didn't know if I wanted to go a more traditional route. You know, before ten years ago, fifteen years ago, if you wanted to report you had to go i mean even sarah said to me when we sat down like oh are you working the graveyard shift like that is what you had to do you had to put in those hours you had to move to a town that you'd probably never heard of not knowing a soul be on air every day at 4am talking about the car crash or whatever which is not it's not discrediting any of that because but it's it's more just that it turned into this shift. And I I talked to a ton of people, people that had graduated, mentors, professors, people in the field, people adjacent to the field of just like, what do I do? Yeah. And can I have an exciting, fun, vibrant life close to my friends, meet new friends in the city I want to live in, but also work really, 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 really hard? And the answer was yes. And that's yes. why I'm here. Um, and I also wanted to be part of where we're going. And I I didn't want to only train in a broadcast specific way. Now, because anybody and everybody, right, can kind of tell stories now and disseminate information, that credibility and that editorial judgment, those news gathering skills, like the pillars of journalism are still there and still so important. Yeah. I was lucky to learn at USC and only build upon ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had, you know, internship experiences as well. But um but yeah, so basically what happened was, it's funny. I was trying to pitch the job I have now to a different company. And they were in New York and I flew out to see them. And I I, I really thought I had it because it was a younger team and kind of a legacy brand. Yeah. Not, um, and then not, the job
0: you have now is doing like social yes, news. Yes. So
1: like- I will explain. So, sorry. So I just want to explain how I got the job. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically... Go get in touch with these people at ABC and this marvelous woman um, internally who's become just, she's just the best. Her name is Mary Noonan. We were having a conversation about this fellowship, okay? Which to my ego, that was bruising it, all right? Because I did internships. Yes. I wanted full-time secure employment. This yes. was no pay, barely. This was, you know, no guarantee of full-time employment afterwards. I'm actually yes. still not a full-time employee, which is... Crazy. Um, and and you know, so I talk with Mary and she's like, and I just start talking to her about short form storytelling, meeting people where they are, all these things that I'm super passionate about. She's like, Great. Everything you just said to me is like what we want you to do for us. Amazing. And I said, Are you I was like, there's, there's like just, the there's no up. way. <laughs> like, I are you kidding me right now? And she was like, No, I'm not. So wow, I moved to New York. I started in July and that allowed me to build out let's get into it, which I love is it. my, you know, the network's first ever social explainer series where we try to repurpose and repackage what's on the TV and get yeah. it, get it to Instagram, TikTok, what have you. Yeah. Um, it's been a wild ride. If you watch my videos from July and then the ones from this week. I mean just the difference. But I'm sure in the growth that I how have. often do you do that? Um, so at first I was doing like three or four a week, but now that I'm a a, a social producer for two different shows and I continue, let's get into it. I kind of have three jobs. Okay, and the two other shows are with ABC? GMA3, yes. Yeah. And and then ABC News Live, which is our 24-7 streaming channel. And, and by- ABC News Live is fantastic because we're only on Hulu. So we operate like a broadcast show. Or sorry, we stream. You can stream online. You can stream at a ton yeah. of places. But we are not actually on the air, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's a very forward-thinking team, same with GMA3. Um, and and we actually now, like, have segments in our show where there's vertical videos in our segment. So a world where, you know, let's get into it. You know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, like this week, I only did one video on the crazy train derailment in Ohio and what's happening there and how the community's holding up. And what I've done is I tap our talent, so our correspondence, and I basically, in a lot of ways, coordinate and I'm a coordinating producer for these videos which I also would like to say like you know I was talking to someone and they're
0: like well who's your team For well, let's get into it I was like no 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 no.
1: like
0: so do you edit all the videos and pitch right
1: approved by legal and standards because Disney has really intense legal and standards team yeah pitch right um film edit produce post capture I mean everything
0: yeah and there's of wow. course people that way and, and you do that for like you edit the videos for like um the other two shows Yes, but like, but for the other shows,
1: what I do is as the show is happening, but that doesn't have my face in it. No, I know. But as the show is happening, um, I live tweet and live post those shows. And then we think about what will look good verticalized for Instagram. Very interesting. Yeah. Coordinating with talent guests we have for collab posts. Will you collab with us? I go into Times Square. I film Kyle Kuzma is giving a million dollars to his YMCA. He's like a big basketball yep. player. He's actually so tall and so nice. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever the social needs are basically of the network of the show, I'm I'm your girl. So and and you know, we're gonna see, we're gonna see where it goes, but also it enables me to, you know, I really have made the most of, and don't get me wrong, there are days where I wake up. And, you know, you're just, like, you have an off day, I think, because my job is really outwardly facing. People sometimes think, like, oh, do you ever – and it's, like, yes. Like, you can ask my roommate. Yeah. Like, I wake up sometimes and, you know, sometimes it's, like, oh, okay. Like, another day. Like, it's hard. Like, it's – and and sometimes I'm, like, am I going through the motions? And, you know, sometimes I think a way that my – um Anxiety manifests itself is through always feeling like, what do I need to be doing right now? Who do I need to be emailing? How can I be advancing myself? Where do I need to go? Where do I need to be? Who do I need to call? And sometimes you just have to remember, like, if I looked back, if we were sitting on Nancy's couch, okay? Yes. (laughs) And you looked where you are, I looked where I am, like, I would be pretty shocked, okay? I would be so proud of her. You know, and... It's important to remember that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, and it's actually, you know, we're in the process of figuring out. I think there'll be whatever my job continues to evolve into figuring out how we're going to cover the campaign trail leading up to twenty twenty four. I would love to be a part of. Yeah. All of that. Um. And so we're going to see what what happens with that. There's like some internal opportunities that who knows. Um. But that's my job. So. That's so cool it's pretty crazy. It's a, it's pretty, you know, I will say being at a company where, you know, I think my, my team is very open to new ideas. Yes. And when I came in, my boss said, you're going to learn a ton from us, but we want to learn a ton from you. That is I rare. Love that. I'm 22. That's really rare. And the fact that that happened was so awesome like I will never forget that and if I'm ever in a position where people are under me I will do that to them because you want new ideas you want but you also have to respect people that came before you which I think is it's a very interesting time with all these content creators and it's like people thinking like I'm doing me and this is and I don't need to think about what people did before me and I disagree with that I think we need to respect the hard work and grit and sweat and yeah. tears that have been put into like the workforce of the world and the way things are that came before us. I agree.
0: While some of it being malleable, if that makes sense. Totally agree. So oh. I really agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's love so you. fun. It's fun. What do you see it like? You're just going to kind of keep doing it and see what happens. And... Um, you know, I think
1: for me, the biggest thing is that, I mean, I think, um, being on air, um you know correspondent or yeah whatever, like that has always been um a dream of mine yeah and you know i mean we're covering all the i mean the news the news business is no joke because the news cycle takes a really really big toll on your mental health i mean you yeah. come into work you're walking in you're get, get your coffee like everyone does and you're on the subway and it's all Jitters and juice in New York, yeah, and you know, 40,000 people are dead in Turkey, and this is happening in the Ukraine, and bah, 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 and, and and let's and have a great day. I mean, that is, yeah. A, yeah. I mean, I think people that aren't in news, the if someone listened to our call, and it's no one being insensitive, it's like we have to get through all the stories, we have yeah. to get through that yeah. day. Um, it's hard now. When I see some of our incredible foreign correspondents in the middle of Kyiv talking to kids whose, you know, lives have been just completely, you know, ruined. And they've been in near-death scenarios in the past year since the Russian invasion. And I see the opportunity to talk to those kids, talk to those families, have the privilege of telling their story. Is that work really hard? Yes. Do I want to do it? Yes. Wow. Because that's still human storytelling and it's stories of, oh, wow, like they have an iPhone too. And they're actually not that different from me, even though their meat, their circumstances are yeah. very, very different. Um, so, and my biggest thing is I think there are people that I don't think there are people in the business, um, even outside of news that just are on camera to be on camera, right? Yes. That will never be me. I think yeah. I'm natural in front of people in an audience. Yeah, I thrive from performing. I always have, but if the store, the reach, and like being not even in the zeitgeist, but just relevant with the times, and my point is, I'm not going to tell a story that isn't being told in a way that's like re- res- resonates with where we are.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Um. So that's a, what I'm thinking a lot about. Now yeah. I will say we have a really fantastic show called Impact by Nightline that streams on Hulu. There's one that drops every Thursday. And it's this kind of, you know, no makeup, no lights, no camera, direct to the source reporting, anti-Semitism and Kanye talking to super Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn and, you know, a ton of different people and then yeah. they had this round table conversation that was an episode taylor swift Ticketmaster, like relevant timely issues that people yes. care about a lot of like walk-in talks less like news of the day type thing so my mind is as you can tell you know going 100 miles out. Yeah. per minute um but i'm also just trying to enjoy where i am now because yeah. if you don't do that you know it, like tomorrow's really not a it's not a given. And so if you don't enjoy where you are now and you don't, um, you know, I think, I think that's what we all, what we all have to do. So
0: I love that. Yeah. How do you take like, so a lot of news stories are very sad. This um, is true cause they're about like people dying or wars or right. whatever, very intense, sad, heavy things. How do you, like in the news, how have you found that it's effective to communicate that in a way that makes people wanna listen to it?
1: So, well, I totally agree with you. And what I'll say is that before, one of the best parts about social media, and you know, we used to need to come to every story, to every scene, even if it was the saddest story, someone yeah. on their deathbed or a, yeah. a natural disaster. With huge cameras, the whole thing. big microphones, like really crazy. I can go to the scene with my iPhone, yeah, and a mini mic that attaches to my phone, and a tiny tripod or a gimbal, if that. What's a gimbal? It's a it's a little. You should actually have okay. one. It's like a phone Would stabilizer. That. It's really cool. <laughs> um, That makes it again, so easier. So much easier for people to talk to us. Yeah. I went and met with this Holocaust survivor in Brooklyn. I asked her about this uptick in anti-Semitism, if she's seeing any parallels between now and Nazi yeah. Germany. Fascinating conversation. I don't know if she would have opened up yes. as much if we couldn't just have this, like, informal, natural dialogue. Um I also think, I mean, they taught us a lot in school, and I I see it a lot in our production, but natural sound, like having the sound of just, you know, a shot of the toys that were in the rubble from the Miami building collapse of, like, the what was people's apartments or what were people's apartments. Like, just any elements to humanize a piece, which could be natural pauses or, like, and that's the thing is, In broadcast news, it was to the second. Yes. You were slated with ads, a a package. People who studied or study journalism will know, like, a minute and 30 max. If you got two minutes for a package for your story, you're lucky. I mean, you don't have time. There is no time. Yeah. And my whole thing is, like, what if there was time? Because there is time. And we have time TikTok, yes, we don't have attention spans. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But so sometimes it's like we're we're thinking about that, right? But sometimes a good story is a good story. And if people want to stop listening or watching or reading, they they can go. Um and and I think I also it's it's interesting. I love I need a mix. I love being out in the field talking to people, doing the interviews, doing the reporting, or even assisting, because it's not like I'm doing a ton of my own original reporting at this point. But the editing, I actually love. Yeah. And I know you edit this, yeah. you know, podcast too. But, like, that ultimately decides how people are going to perceive and yes. feel about the story. The music you add, the cuts, the captions. Like, I really enjoy that. It's tedious as hell. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But it makes for, like, a really – it can make for a really impactful yeah. piece. So that digital video storytelling, I think, is – Um,
0: I love it. I, I really love it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I want to kind of switch gears here. Switch gears. And talk about like your experience with mental health and how have you navigated that and just sort of like throughout your life. And even you even mentioned like getting ready for work. Some days you're just like, I can't do this today. Like, how do you power through that? So I am. Okay, so I guess we'll just go. From, and you can be, you can say as much yeah. or as little as you. Yeah, can. I'll just go
1: from. I gave from the very beginning. <laughs> um, so when I was, my my saying is that I had a therapist before
0: having a therapist was like a cool thing. Okay, I might have had one before you. Third grade, second grade, oh, I was fourth grade. Oh, I, ah. I knew I would win that one. Okay.
1: Um, so, I, uh, you know, we didn't call her a therapist. We called her a feelings doctor. Shut up. And I'm obsessed with that. I had a, I had a few super specific phobias yes. as a young girl. So, for a while, it was thunderstorms and I mean like complete panic attacks. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Thunder. Then it was pretty severe claustrophobia. I couldn't get in elevators and I had yep. a tutor on the 37th floor. Oh,
0: my God. Um,
1: and, uh, And so working through that and, like, working on myself was something that was very familiar to me from a young age. Yeah. And if I had feelings that came up that I didn't like or that were scary or uncomfortable, learning to sit with them, which I still do and not cope with food or, you know, seeking validation, which is human and natural, but, like, come on – you're someone who seeks validation. You're always going to want more and more and more, and it's never going to be enough. Take it from someone who
0: it's never satiating.
1: Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, therapy is, and has always been a part of my week and my life. Um, and I actually see a new therapist now I've had, she's my fourth, um, or like Not as in like I didn't like all of them, just city, moving, college, et cetera. I think it's good sometimes to like
0: switch it up um, and have a new perspective.
1: And her style is actually psychodynamic. So what she's doing is she's piecing the, the puzzle, right, together of my life, of things that I didn't even remember that I felt when I was seven years old at my birthday party or whatever to help me understand why I feel and think and do what I do today. Interesting. It is Fascinating. I leave like shook to my core wow. sometimes, um, and it's great. I mean, I really I love her, and I am lucky to have her. And do I you do know. virtual or in person. She's in New York. I do virtual. Yep. Um, but that is just something that's you know I make time. sometimes I even do it at my office. Like no yeah. one goes into one part of our office on Monday and I'll just go in that conference room and do it at like 6 30 because I don't have time to get home in time and yeah. I'll then go back to work after you know like yeah. make carving out that time um but look I mean I you know I think the pandemic in and of itself was just I mean well my parents got divorced before the pandemic yeah um, but I had two younger sisters and that to me I mean, it all connects. We are not going to get into a full therapy session now, but we could. Um, but, you know, me feeling like I needed to be the strong one for my sisters, even though at a lot of times, like, I felt really weak. Yeah. Um, then. You're the well, oldest. I'm the oldest, you know, two younger girls. And I'm very, very close with both my parents and love them. And it honestly was a great decision for them not to And stay they together. got divorced
0: while you were older. I was in
1: high school. Yeah. So yes. I was, um, they got They kind of told us when I was a sophomore in high school and then it wasn't really official until college, but it was, but it was that whole time. I
0: think that's very, it's a very different experience than like I was nine when my parents went through a divorce, which is completely different. Like my youngest sister was right. like
1: She's, I can't even do it. It's interesting. Young. She was young and you know, she's still at home. So it's, it's hard. Um, But being there for them um and also I think imposter syndrome as it relates to mental health yeah is something I've really 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 struggled with and you can feel like you know on top of the world in one room in the other room you feel like I'm I feel like I cannot open my mouth and I'm not supposed to be there um how do you it's about learning how to quiet that voice and like even some therapists or psychologists will say, like, name your anxiety, name yeah. your fear, name your depression, or and say, like, okay, Mister, you know, yep. bubbles or
0: whatever. I'd call yeah, yeah, him. yeah, like, yeah. He's
1: back, and that's him, and that's not me. You are not your thoughts. If you were, if you were your thoughts, you'd never notice them, right? Yes. So, like, the fact that I can even notice that I'm having this awful
0: thought is.
1: In and it of itself means that I am not it.
0: No, my favorite thing was when I did the program for OCD, what I learned, one of the things that like changed my life, So OCD is having a lot of intrusive thoughts and whatever and believing them, Um, was there's this theory, this guy, Russ Harris, the book, The Happiness Trap, if you haven't read it. Need to read. Ne- ne- Life-changing Okay. And he's, there's a part, it's like, okay, think I'm a banana. Tell yourself it. Will it to be true right now, Ella? You are a banana. I'm banana. Okay, look at yourself not a banana. You're not your thoughts. <laughs> not crazy. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, total, it's, I, it's, like, it's, it's crazy. So I'm actually really curious what your take is. I've had someone else's, but I was like, ask me on manifesting because manifesting the whole thing is that you are your, like your thoughts become things.
1: So I think that manifesting is very real. Yeah. Um, but it's like the Gabby Bernstein, like you're manifesting, like, oh my God, where is my perfect six two chiseled James Purse boyfriend, right? <laughs> and you're like manifesting that. But it's like when you go deeper, deeper, deeper of what you really, what you need versus yeah. like what you want, and so for me. Manifesting has more shown up in my energy. Yeah. And remembering that every feeling, love, lust, success, like the deepest passion that we ever want to feel is inside of us. Yeah. And we can create that feeling without anything externally. That doesn't mean we don't need humans to be connected and platonic and romantic relationships. Of course we do. But that's a pretty good reminder. And and I find that when I work on myself, when I say work on myself, make time for the things that fill me up and give me what I call my happy juice, which I will explain in a second. Love that. When I make time for that, and I feel like I have so much to give to my job, to my friends, to my dating life, to my energy in the street. I have ended up attracting amazing opportunities and yes. people into my life that I wanted. So and it was pretty like intentional to be honest. Yeah. And it's funny because on a on a given Saturday night if I feel off or I feel like I'm not in my in my groove, I don't even like to go out because I'm like, I'm not going to attract things that are good for me. That's like pretty extreme. Yeah. But I mean, I also think a lot of people live their life like, and I hope this isn't too tangential, but a lot of people live their life saying like thinking and just in their core, believing that the worst could happen at any time. Things in in a state of lack, that anything could be taken, that they're missing things. I try to live, I'm not perfect at it, but I really try to live in a state of abundance where I try to focus on, yes, gratitude, cheesiness, but it's true. I'm like, I have so much coming, going for me and coming that I don't even know and can't even see yet. And when I live that way, when I focus on that, it really helps me. Um, But Wait, there was something. There was somewhere I was going with that. That was really good. That I totally forgot. It just had like a brain fart. <laughs> no, no, but it was really good, and I need to remember it. Okay, I'll give you that. Wait, what was I saying just now? I you was were saying talking
0: about like lack, but I was saying um, um, you won't go out if you're not feeling like oh, I'm gonna be my best self. Um. Oh, oh, oh! I got it. Okay,
1: because a lot of people live like the worst thing could happen, or is about to happen, or is happening. But I genuinely live my life saying to myself on repeat, what if I? What if the best thing happened right now? Yeah. I swear to God, and I love every cheesy rom-com in the book, every every book like that, every yeah. movie, every feel, whatever. But I actually live my life like anything magical could happen at any moment. And yeah. then it does. And then it does. And then my friends say to me, Oh my god, your life's like a movie. And I'm like I, honestly, it is sometimes because yeah. I believe that it can be and I believe that art imitates life and that those situations that we see and pine for and are like, "Oh, it could never be me." It's like, "Yes, it can because somebody wrote that based on some somebody's yeah. something or a fantasy that they saw and if it's a fantasy, it's real." So, that's my spiritual junkie moment I love that, that I needed to have, but Anything magical can happen at any moment in your career, with relationships, with your health, I mean, with anything. So um, that's what I choose. To I've believe. thought about
0: this lately um, because I like when I was I think like a freshman and sophomore in college, I was just like I had this like energy and like zest for life that was like unbeatable. And it was just like, that's what it is. I would do life. these crazy things and like crazy things would happen to me and it would be so fun. And I had the best time and whatever. And I'm like, what? And at first I was like, how do I get like her back? Like she was so fun that Jackie was like You're crazy. Now. Yes. And so like a few months ago, I'm sort of like, how do I get her back? Like, how do I get that energy back? And at first I thought it was confidence. I was like, she was just so confident. She was so confident, blah, blah, blah. So I like tried that for a bit. I realized that wasn't what it was. It was that she was so excited. Every single thing she did, she's like, oh my God, this could be the best night ever. I don't even know yet. Like, I'm so excited. She was so excited to go to the dining hall because who knows who she's going to meet at and breakfast that's, on that's a Tuesday. that's friends, because I'm exactly. the same. I'm like a hundred percent. And that's, and so I've tried doing that lately. We're kind of like, instead of like going out, like being like in LA, like, oh, we're going to go to the same bars. I'm going to do this, like whatever. It's another like Saturday night. I'm like, we don't know what's gonna happen, right? I could end up, God knows where. Like, I know who I knows what's gonna happen. Who knows I know. what's gonna be? I could meet a new best friend tonight. I know. Like, I know. I know. It could be so cool. It could be so funny. Like, we don't know. It'll be so. And like, it's the being really excited about it that I think makes the really the big difference because people are really drawn
1: to that. Totally, they totally are, and I think it helps all of my relationships and my work. I mean, I sometimes. Like, I'm obsessed with a few of the security guards at the building, my building at work. I will get there early to, like, talk with them and hang out with them for 20 minutes before I I go upstairs. And then I have a good day. And it's because I was so excited to hear about, you know, their kid's birthday party or whatever. And, like, it makes my day. Also, just I'm such a people person. Like, I I love my me time. But... Like, connect with someone about how you're having a mishmash day or yeah. you're in, like, a funk. Like, that vulnerability is what we need. We need it. Yes. And everyone craves it. And we need it. Uh, we need I agree.
0: It. So, I want to get back to your happy juices.
1: Get back to my happy juices.
0: Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so well, not juices. That sounds a little. Woo! <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I like to say, is, so I... And these are things I wish I could give one person credit, but honestly, it's so many people. The Jay Shettys, Gabby Bernsteins of the world, those type of, you know, influencers, intellects, um, conversationalists, podcasters that have just really, really influenced the way I think and what I do. So... Um, I am, I have some non-negotiables for yeah. my morning, um, and my morning routine and not in like a come with me for my morning routine. Yeah, literally. Like Talk Like just my morning routine. I need to move my body before I sit yes. at a desk all day. It is not about the calories. It is not about my waistline. It is about my happy juice. I need yeah. it and i notice a direct difference yeah, friday and also sometimes you got to prioritize sleep but friday i slept a little later was going to work out didn't i was so much more sluggish at the office yes i was a little bit more irritable my coworkers were like who is ella today i yes. was like i don't know where she is but this is not her but i'm here um i got to move i'm i i do some classes i'm huge on soul cycle i'm really into hot yoga because i just it, i feel I've recently been actually less about high intensity, like let's lift and be crazy and more about just getting connected to my body in the morning. So I also will meditate. I love Headspace. I get free through work, Calm app. I just spit Calm Headspace, (laughs) 10% Happier, which is a crazy story of this journalist, Dan Harris, who left ABC actually to create this whole revolutionary podcast um, that, I'm sorry, not podcast, meditation app yeah. and podcast. And he's amazing. Um, so I use an app. I'll sit on a little cushion on my floor right when I wake up. It's so cute. Next to the window, meditate 10 minutes. Big difference. And I really try not to go on Outlook specifically until I walk out the door. Um, you know, e- even like just any – so any type of movement – Getting ready, playing music. I'm big on breakfast. Huge breakfast. I love breakfast. If you're not hungry, don't eat. But, like, I have to start my day. I've also just – and we didn't even talk about this. We can't this could be its whole own episode. But just my evolving relationship with food over the years and years and years um, has been – it's been so hard. Um, So hard. And I think I really – you know, if, if we're being and this is, I'm so sorry. This is gonna make your editing life hell. No, this is like this a little is, out of order. This is but, no, this is um, great. But anyway, as ha- much
0: as you're willing to speak about yeah, that, this, I think is this excellent. I think we should talk about. Because yeah, would love I to.
1: Think that it's so important. Um, it's a, it is really impacts I, a and lot I think, of women. Right, we're talking eating disorder. We're talking disordered eating. Yes, different, but also the same. Yeah, right. And you know, grew up as a competitive dancer. Right, so there was no shortage of. You name it, right? Yeah. All of the disordered eating in the book, and I had many close friends that had many really, really serious issues. So I never validated my own because I was always wanting to help them.
0: And you were like, "It's not nearly that bad." So uh, like, mine is an issue. Correct. Yeah. And I also, you Switched know, touch my legs. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> the uh,
1: the effects never showed up on my body because I had not one roll, not one ounce of body fat, yeah. until college, and. So, but but what that meant was a lot of mindless eating, all the time, disconnected eating at meal times, not because I was hungry, but because I was supposed to. Yeah. Um, eating way too fast, habitual eating, not you know, no care for like the ingredients or the process yep. or the company. It was just so much stress around the bread or whatever. Yeah. Um, college made it you know rough yeah late night pizza okay now i can't eat till 3 p.m the next day yeah seeking people to connect with also like i'm tall and so i think i struggled with feeling like big also like yeah
0: well women are told not take up
1: space look where we go to school (laughs) yeah
0: you know and And you are told to take up as little space as possible and so if you're already tall Oh, oh God, God forbid you take up any more. Right,
1: right. And yep. literally I worked with this anchor coach, like an on-camera coach for ABC. And she was like, You are literally hunching over in your videos because you don't want to take up space. Take up space. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like we need to take up space as yes. women, as people, as yes, whatever. So um, so you know, it was a struggle. And then the pandemic, I think I I don't think I know. Oh, I know. I started looking to food for comfort. Yeah, and I started never, never throwing up or anything, but like I was like binging. Yes, like, a lot, and um to the point where I would eat so much and feel so Horrible. sick, like yeah. so disgusted, like I couldn't even. And then it was like all the negative associations with the cookies, with or Oreos, or whatever for me that food was. Yeah, and then. It was just it was just awful. So through that came a whole long journey into mindful eating and you know, I guess intuitive eating is like
0: cheesy as it is, but it's
1: yeah. kind of true. I'm also learning a lot about like nutrition, sleep, you know, um. Fitness, like, how it all connects. Yeah. And getting away from the mindset of, like, working out to work it off and, like, working out to feel good. But then yeah. also fueling my body because, like, you're like a car. You need gas. Like, you need food. and Yeah. And I – but also, like, stopping when I'm full and not, like, eating to people, please, or eating because someone else is hungry or eating because yeah. I don't want the guy I'm on a date with to think I have an eating disorder. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. If I want a salad, I can eat a salad. That doesn't mean that I have issues. Yeah. I, I can respect my body. And I actually has this whole food account. And she's honestly, even her healing journey is helping me heal so much. So yeah. it's like surrounding yourself with the people that have those same, you know, collective values as you and want to better their life and their mind. And actually, and we haven't talked about this, obviously, because I haven't seen you, but the drinking thing
0: yeah. Is really
1: interesting. I was someone who, you know, I was super young for the grade. So I turned 21 super late. I do remember this. And, you know, so then I had a year of thinking that I could drink all the dirty martinis in the world. And I felt so cool that I was legal and the whole thing. Because <laughs> we love that. And then I, I just, like, realized that every weekend was kind of like you know when you get the hungover shakes you're like it's it, the same I, I thing It was like this is like not fun yeah and like a sunday day doesn't need to be like in the doghouse yes like, it doesn't need to be like this awful thing where you can't get out of bed and feel so yeah disgusting yeah but i also want to have like a ton of fun in my 20s so i tried dry january just for fun yeah how was so, it just to show myself i could do it it was amazing amazing but i said would you go out still? i said ella if you do this you are going out you are staying out you are having yeah. fun you are- oh my god club soda with lime yeah sometimes that's exactly n- what i do sometimes an espresso yes to stay away and i w- had the best time i felt amazing i was not yeah. over people
0: and i had friends that were like i'm gonna
1: do it with you i'm gonna do it with you and then like you of know, course january they're like oh, 6th, whatever like oh, january Dana. 2nd they're like i'm out sorry yeah i can't do that and i was like okay um I have been drinking way less I even tonight like I don't even know if I even want to drink. like yeah I, I won't be drinking yeah and <laughs> and it's just really interesting to see and of course there's those thoughts tying it back to work and imposter syndrome of like am I doing this wrong is this the wrong thing am I yeah the time that I'm supposed to And it's like no no I can do whatever feels good to me and my body and like that's okay
0: and I like, I really like what you said about how, like, with Dry January, you're like, I'm still going out, I'm still gonna do everything, because I think a lot of people associate not drinking with being like, well, if I'm not gonna drink, it's not gonna be fun to go out to a bar, so going I'm to not gonna bar. go out to. Then bars. you are
1: going to the wrong bar. Yeah, like you need to go with. Re- I want where there's music, people you're excited I want about. Good music, like, like Mac blaring in yes. my ears. Like I want, you know, well, exactly. And fruit. it doesn't
0: mean that, like, you don't why would you punish yourself like why would you be like okay well since you're not drinking you don't get to have fun and go to places like no
1: you can still go totally
0: totally and have an excellent
1: time but that but that's also why I think that I have been like before I can be in another committed relationship I got to be really rock solid on all my values that I'm not going to change as opposed to being like well like if he's a big drinker, then I'm going to maybe drink more and compromise. I get that. What I, it's like, no, like I like to eat pretty healthy. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. I like to work out and move like kind of every morning if yeah. I can. Um, I have a, a lot of friends in New York and I love to see them all the time. Like, you know, yeah. just like
0: having things for you. That, totally. That,
1: that it's like on year. I don't know.
0: That so really what's sense, it like? But i'm actually i'm curious we have a, we're gonna speed yeah. round this um i want to know like dating in new york <laughs> what the fuck is it like
1: <laughs> is it like it's so crazy i mean i this is the thing uh the best advice i got was from my very dear family friend who's from chicago she's um a bunch of years a couple of years a bunch of years a couple of years older <laughs>
0: so my age no, okay. no she's like 27
1: 26 and she was so like ella age. don't be on the app was like you're gonna meet people all the time yeah i get set up a lot i've met a lot of great guys oh so you're not on the apps um i'm not well i am as of like last week okay yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i think i got back on for fun you know um but um i mean this is what i'm talking about about the energy yes i have been on the train jackie I make eye contact with someone. They, I get off. They come off. Asks me for my number. He's like a business school student at Columbia. No go way. on a great date. He's from Paris. Like that. I've been at dinner in the West Village getting into a cab. A guy stops me. Gets my number. Like shut the fuck I'm up. I'm giving off that energy. Yeah. It's not actually about who I am or what I look like. I mean, I, I hope it is about who I am. But it's really not at the end of the day. Like yeah. it's about that energy Gee, that you that give off. or like, what is that? I want it. Yeah. But I want people to know, anyone that's listening to this, like, that energy I work on and I have to, it has to come from somewhere, which for me is like the exercise, the community, yes. the people, the journaling, the reading, the, the, you know, conversations that are engaging. And then I have that in my toolkit and I'm like, let's give it to other people. Yeah. Cause, um, so, so it's been fun. I mean, there's, you know, I'm still, I feel really lucky that I'm single right now because I wouldn't be able to prioritize all of this work. I wouldn't be able to drop, yeah. you know, work super late or come in super early on like a two hour notice or less. Um, and right now that is such my priority, is figuring out who I am, what my job is, what it's going to be. Yeah. And like boys are kind of in the side, you know, side
0: bucket. For I right like now, that.
1: Which I think is good because it hasn't always been that way. And then it doesn't put
0: any pressure on it. Correct. Which,
1: you know we're, 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 we're working, we're, we're, yeah, doing. we're doing it,
0: but, um,
1: it's, it's good. It's definitely good. I think I, I'm not gonna, it, it, yeah, it's good. I mean, you remember my last relationship, which yeah. was, which was, um, it was great. And I learned so much about myself and, um, I think what I loved about that relationship is that he was so driven and is so driven and like, I am too. Like, I think I, in my next relationship, want to be with someone that is very, Ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. But T- also, totally agree. you know, but we also equally like
0: prioritize each other.
1: Yeah. so Amazing. Yeah,
0: you know? I love that. Um, but
1: it's crazy. It's all, it's all balanced. It's all figuring it out. And it's all just like one day, one step at a time. Yeah. And if something feels wrong, there's always something you can do to change your situation. Like I even tell, I think it's really normal to be starting out in your career and be frustrated or feel like you're not where you want to be it's like how can you turn that situation into something that's
0: even 1% yeah better? can you find one
1: thing is yeah. there one coworker there that you love that you can start you know talking about a side hustle with is there one person that it's that you can talk to because their sister's brother's boyfriend works at a startup that you're really interested in like yeah make what you're interested in widely known tell people yell it off the train off the rooftops on the streets at the coffee shops tell people and because people like good people and people like good ideas yeah and if you spread that far and wide you never know what can happen yeah is what i think i love that i can't believe i'm on the jackie podcast
0: oh my god you're so cute you're fucking crushing it this is scary you're so good i want you to have your own podcast um i uh, one day you'll have one it's
1: a lot it's a lot i'll produce it now
0: um definitely not funny that would be crazy. my final question for you i ask all of my guests this is what advice would you give to your 16 year old self?
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I, Guys, I haven't even done this yet, like ever. Really? But which is crazy, because I'm so introspective.
0: Yeah, give her just a few um, words. I would tell
1: her, ooh, maybe I'll get emotional. Um, I would tell her that you, to remember that you sparkle even on your worst days, and that you are smarter, you are so smart, and that there are a million different definitions of smart. Um, And I would, oh my God. I would tell her to just, oh my God, this is like crazy. I know. It's like not that crazy. It's just, I'm envisioning myself and-
0: I know. Um, And she's so scared. To just, she's so scared, like just,
1: it all obviously works out. But but I would also just tell her to really like march to the beat of your own drum, which is what I'm trying to do now. And the things that make you quirk or itch or excited that don't make everybody else excited, like that's your superpower, right? So I would tell her to just enjoy which she did. Oh, she enjoyed for sure. <laughs> Um, but just like just, just enjoy. You're like it that bitch was having way too and much fun. Remember, remember, remember that you're sparkly and smart. You're so smart, even though it takes you a lot longer than everyone else to finish the test or whatever. Like you're you're smart, um, which was something I struggled with for a really long time. So, and you have that sparkle and shine. So, which everyone has in their own way. It's about finding that and then letting that you know, glimmer for everybody else is just like the special sauce in life. So
0: I I love love that. that.
1: I love that question. Isn't it such a good one? It's what would you, can you say what you would say?
0: I, I, some people like to say you, uno reverse card me. Um, I don't know. I would, it changes, but one that one of my guests said, um, a couple weeks ago, she was like, I just say, I love you. And I loved that. Like, I love you and, like, we are so fucking cool. And just trust. Just do your thing. There's nothing wrong with you.
1: The other thing I would say is you're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. Like, everything's happening on time. Yeah. That's a huge, huge thing in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that also you're a product of like the five people, like your diet, that's another thing too, I didn't talk about before, but social media diet, filtering things to follow yeah. things and people that make you feel good. Yeah.
0: You keep seeing something on social Just media. Just mute the person. Oh if you're like, God. I can't unfollow them because they're my college roommate or whatever, mute them. Totally, mute them totally. So, um, but yeah, I love that. Just, I yeah. love you
1: for like well, you're so, strong and you're
0: doing yeah. it. Yeah, what I do, what I've been doing lately is this is so like woo woo me, but I love it every morning. I, so I don't journal because I just like have a hard time with it. Um, sometimes I get in phases sometimes I'm, I'm in a phase where I'm not into it right now. But what I do that's is normal. in the morning, I write down like my three goals for the day. Um, just sort of like three things that I want to accomplish. I usually get one done. Um, and that's great. Excellent. That I got one done. That's way more than zero. And then I give myself a little pump up and the pump up is like, I write a little note to myself, but it's from I choose for either the perspective of my younger self or my older self. It's very hard for me to like write like a self love note to my present self. If That's that makes so sense. So interesting. But if I think about it, like nineteen year old Jackie is meeting twenty five year old Jackie, and she's like, "Jackie, you are so fucking cool." Like, no way, I can't believe you have a dog. I can't believe you do this. Like all those things. Like she's scared freak of out. Jackie's dog. I know, literally everyone is. And like, or I think about like my thirty year old self being like looking at 25 year old me like you are such a star like and you are such a baby like keep doing amazing things like she would be so kind to me you know what I mean and so I'll give myself like a like a five sentence little pump up about like why I'm so excited for the day and like what awesome things are gonna happen and just like how cool things are going I love that great so much so I find that and it's very interesting by asking all my guests like what advice would you give to your 16 year old self you all say the same things everyone always says the same things they never say like don't do this or do that or whatever they always just say like just keep loving what you love and doing your thing and like love yourself totally. it's always it's always some iteration of that and that's what i think is so humanizing and like just exemplifies the universal experience that totally. we all have even though we're so different
1: oh my god i love that so, and it's yeah. so true
0: well i love you uh, i love you thank this you was, so much for coming this is excellent thank you very for excited for dinner me.
1: this was amazing You're and amazing. i i just lo- i love like oh i love talking about myself <laughs> uh but i love <laughs> me i loved too. i love doing this this was great and thank you for having me of course like, come anytime i will be back amazing we'll you.
0: did you laugh i didn't